You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Hey everyone, I'm back. I am so sorry that I missed you for the last two weeks. As you can hear, I was uh, nurturing a cold. It's been a little crazy here to say the least, and I've temporarily lost my opportunity to uh, communicate with you guys while I'm on my walk with my furry children because I have a new furry grandchild, if you will. Mountain Ben is joining us out here. He's a dear friend of the family and an adopted son, if you will, and he got himself a Malamute puppy. And she is in training. She's very young. Um, we got her a couple weeks ago at eight weeks old. So she's just little, but she's growing very rapidly and going to be a very large dog. And uh, you would hear me calling Lila pretty regularly throughout my walk. So it hasn't been an option. And I've been doing a lot of uh, canning here on the homestead. I've been on the homestead and unable to be on the road because of all the responsibilities here right now. However, while I was doing my canning, I was doing videos. So it's just been a wild time. There's been a lot going on. We helped move some friends um, a couple weeks ago, and uh, that was a bittersweet time because we knew that we were helping them you know, to do something they needed to do. But at the same time, it was hard because we didn't want to see them go. So a lot, like I said, a lot has been happening here. Uh, We've been all nurturing colds. The mountain boy got sick a couple weeks ago and then gave it to me. And that was actually, I was really kind of excited about this. That was the first illness of any kind I've had or sickness I've had since my surgery, which is just awesome because my immune system was so very impaired and is still impaired and uh, that was just huge that I did get it, but I was able to overcome it pretty quickly. And then we have had tremendous smoke in our area. Last week, it was so bad that, you know, your visibility was maybe 300 yards. That's how bad it was back in our neck of the woods. And the local towns were just, you know, enveloped and umbrellaed with smoke. It was, it was not healthy to say the least and the guys were working out in it trying to wear masks but it's hard to wear masks while you're working as well so they got sick and then I was out with them for only two hours um, checking out a new job and needless to say I got it this weekend so uh, and I'm still nurturing it so I apologize for my froggy voice and hopefully it won't get worse as we go here but I wanted to connect with you guys. Uh, two weeks was long enough, and I have a moment here. I'm sitting out on my back porch with my cup of coffee and 
my Rhodesian Ridgeback. And Lila's here at the door watching, so I can keep an eye on her. And uh, I thought we'd talk about, um, you know, being prepared for anything. Right now, there is just so much going on in our country. And uh, we are sending prayers out to all of those affected in Texas by the floods, those in Florida and the, the islands, as well as the East Coast that is just getting pummeled by these hurricanes, and all the people that are uh, affected by these fires and that are fighting the fires. You know, there's a lot of things and people involved, people that are directly affected and those that are affected because they are choosing to help. It is just scary times and, you know, each area of the United States has uh, things, different things that affect it. Uh, Flooding and hurricanes and tornadoes and wildfires. You know, it's, it's, it's part of, you know, accepting that you're living in an area that has these things and that these things could occur. But the big thing is, is being prepared. So I want to just take time and, and say to all of you that are out there that have uh, taken time and given up your time and, and uh, are sharing your abilities that are helping these people that are in these rough spots, you know, prayers are with you. And those of you that have been affected uh, in any way, you know, our prayers are with you and, uh, you know, our area here is as smoky as it is. We had fires uh, as close as 10 miles and as close as 25 minutes away from us. And uh, that is really alarming because all it takes is uh, the wind to change direction or wind to pick up and things could be very different. We are in a tinderbox right now. We haven't had rain for over two months. It's very dry and... Um, there's just stupid people, you know, you can't, sadly, I have to say this, you just can't cure stupid in some cases. Um, and that's not nice to say, but somebody that is crazy enough to start a campfire in these times when there are so many warnings against it, you know, you just want to thunk them, you know, it's like, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, I, I am one of the first to say that when I go camping, it's, it's so important to have a campfire, but if you're elements around you don't enable it and that you're risking lives in doing so it's just not worth it you know and we've been experiencing a lot of that kind of stuff out here so it's really sad that and you know people throwing cigarette butts out you know alongside the road and it just takes that it takes a second the stuff is so dry so just think of these things and be careful out there all of you and and the reason I want to talk about this you know being prepared for anything, even with me, with my cold, you know, it made me really think about it and, and, and nurturing my guys back to health. I am thankful that I have the knowledge that I do and that I have a full herbal pantry along with, uh, not just dry herbs and powders, but tinctures and salves and have the know-how, uh, Mountain Ben always says, I have something for that. And I do. And if I don't, I'll make sure that I do. And uh, that's what we've been dealing with here is having the right things on hand when you have an earache, when you're not feeling well, when you have a sinus infection, a chest cold, uh, lungs are jacked up from the smoke, you know, being able to take care of those things is so incredibly important. 
and, and saves us a lot of money that we don't have to go to the doctors and miss work and so forth. So, but that's just one small element of a preparedness lifestyle. And, you know, when you live in areas that have specific threats, being prepared specifically for those threats is very important because when you are in a situation where you are without your modern day conveniences and even your necessities, you know, you could improve those times by simply having things available. With these floods and the hurricanes, something as simple as just being able to stay clean and stay bathed, uh, having water, having coffee, you know, it's already a stressful situation and environment. Having, you know, a preparedness bag packed that has everything in it that you need, you know, a bar of soap, extra water, extra food, a manual can opener, all your personal hygiene items, you know, sometimes something as simple as brushing your teeth can make you feel a, a whole world of difference, you know, and can make a really bad situation good. And I know that that's something simple, but people in these situations can relate. You know, when you are forced to evacuate and only have very limited amounts of time, having a bag packed that enables you to just grab and go is extremely important and will make the world a difference in every situation, regardless what it is. I wrote a post and talked about it with wildfires a couple of years back. You know, we are in a location where there's only one way out. And if the fire is heading in the direction of our exit, we're very limited or we may have very limited amount of time. So having our trailer in the right direction, having the things we need on our trailer to rebuild if we have to leave everything behind, and if we don't have that kind of time, what are we going to grab that would be on the spur of a moment? You know, having lists prepared, having strategies in place, having meeting places in place, having means of communication or knowing how you will communicate. You know, the power goes out, the cell towers go out, the phone lines go down. Having ways to communicate beyond that can be really huge in um, natural disasters. Uh, Garmin took over Delorme, and Delorme had a product called um, InReach, I believe it was. Um, I'm questioning that at the moment. Um, but it is a, and there's this thing called a spot. They bounce off satellites. The spot gives you one-way communication so that if I needed, if I was out somewhere, I could message my husband and say I'm safe or I'm not injured or I'm okay, but he wouldn't be able to respond back to me. The Garmin product that was previously Delorme is actually a two-way communication system. It's text messaging that um, bounces off satellites. So it's a little um, costly, but it's worth it in those times. There's always sat radios too, but those are so expensive. You know, so if you're in an area that's prone to such things, having such devices is not a bad idea. And um, having meeting places and things written down and things worked out. And if evacuations happen when your children are in school, you know, 
How are you going to handle it? What's going to happen? What is your angle of attack? You know, thinking about all these things before they happen makes it routine. I think I spoke about that before, like when the mountain man um, needed the ambulance and was out here and had stopped breathing eight times before the ambulance arrived. You know, because I had played that scenario through my head and we had talked about it so many times, it was just like clockwork going from one thing to the next. It wasn't like we were in panic mode. We were extremely worried about his well-being, but we never panicked about any of the tasks that needed to get done. And that's what will happen when you discuss things and have plans in place is it will make it easier. It will make it more routine and it will help you to progress through situations that otherwise may cause you to pause and to freeze up because you're scared to death. So it's important to work yourself through these things and to be able to work yourself through these things before they occur. So I wanted to talk about it today to just get everybody's mindset always thinking ahead, always thinking of the things you need to have at all times for all aspects of your home or homestead. So power goes out. This is how we're going to handle it. This is what we need. For some reason, you don't have water. Okay, how do you handle that situation? What are you going to do to head that off so that if you don't have water, whether your well dries up, whether the power's out, can't produce water through your pumps uh, because they don't have power, how are you going to handle that? Are you going to have water on hand? You know, going and scouring and saying, oh, I've got two water bottles and there's six of us is not going to be the solution. You've got to think ahead. What am I going to do for my canning? What are the things I need to can? And after you go through one year of canning, okay, I've established this. I've made this much food. I'm going to think ahead to next year. What kind of stuff am I going to need for next year? Do I need to make more food to have on my shelves to um, supply my family's needs? Hunting is the same thing. All those things, if you think about all the aspects of your life and you prepare ahead and you plan ahead and you think ahead and you constantly are doing that and you learn to constantly have a preparedness mindset and live a preparedness life, it's not, pre- it's not prepping, it's not stocking up on things, it's just thoroughly thinking about things and having on hand what you need. It's all how you look at it. If you are interested in learning more things like this and learning more skills, my suggestion to you is always to increase your learning. And you can do that um, right now. There, The Back to Basics Living Summit was going on is going on this week. And you can find it by simply going to treyerwilderness.com slash B2B Summit. And that's B as in boy, to B is the number two, B as in boy, summit, S-U-M-M-I-T. I encourage you to check it out. Um, I am teaching a course on how to embrace an off-grid lifestyle. There are all types of canning, seed saving, all types of preparedness classes available to you for free. And I thoroughly encourage you to go check it out. And be prepared and think out of the box. Think ahead and think of all your family's needs. Things to think about too are special needs and elderly people's needs, your pets, uh, your medications and health issues. you got to think of all of these things. 
and really continue to prepare for the unexpected and the things of your environment that are of importance to you, the things that you do in your life that are important to you, and always, always, always look ahead and be prepared. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to jump off of here. I have some really great topics upcoming. I look forward to joining you next Friday, and I wish you a safe week and uh, sending prayers out to all of you that are in need, and have a great week. God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at TreyerWilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you. 